Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Wave. My name is Adam. <laughs> Said that wrong? It's, I thought it was called The Wave. It is called The Wave. Because I was going to say movie show and I'm, we're not there yet. <laughs> the weekly news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. That's what it is. Okay. So and I thought we might have changed. I think you might have changed it. No, most podcasts would restart it. <laughs> no. Not a chance. Bones and all. No. Bones and all? Yeah. That's what you get with this podcast. Isn't it warts and all? <laughs> yeah, but there was that film. There was a film last year. Wasn't that called Bones and all? Possibly. With Timothy Chalamet. He was a zombie. Uh, uh, I know to which film It was good. I think I'm sure that was called Bones and all. Maybe. I'm not good with titles or names at the best of times. (laughs) How are you, Nick? Uh, Pretty darn good. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Been up too much? I have, uh, you know, me working hard, playing hard. That's what we do. I actually went to the cinema this week. Did you really? get to that. Wow. That's not like you. I just had a... You have to take a remortgage out in the house? A free night <laughs> with no children. Oh, so you went without the children? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. A date? No, I went on my own. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a date. Well, yes. Well, I went with my wife. Is that still a date? A date? Yeah, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, I went on a date. No, oh, that's nice. That's cute. I can't hear myself. Can you hear me? Yeah. I can hear you good. That's better. So, but yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about that. In the, in the... Well, I'm sure we will. Section or so's time. Uh, <laughs> Section or so. <laughs> like we have sections. Like we have any sort of plan to this show. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Good. Glad to hear I it. I don't think, I think that is probably, going to the cinema was probably the most exciting part of my week. Yeah, I've not had a very uh, busy week this week. I'm quite dull. I, I do not know how you sit through half an hour as adverts. Oh, it's it's so annoying, isn't it? amount of times you go to the cinema though. I know. It is annoying. I tend to go a little bit later now, but okay. I'm still I still get paranoid that they're just not going to be there one time. One time I went and they just played the film, and since then I'm like, oh, what if they do that again and I miss the first ten minutes? <laughs> That's what, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I reckon they do that on purpose. It was one of the. I think it was you. the last. I think it was Saw Seven. Right. We got there and the film had already started. I was like, whoa, <laughs> missed the beginning. But so since then I'm like, mm, I still need to get there a bit earlier. But yeah, it's half an hour now. It's crazy. Yeah, it was half an hour. Mm. We were, uh, half past eight. The film was so start started at nine o'clock yeah. actually, the actual film rolled at nine o'clock yeah that's what happened when we went to see Oppenheimer yeah and, and that's three, that's hours, like three long. hours long and it was still the same what a joke yeah it was and it's always the. I mean you go more often than me so you presumably you're seeing the same yeah. 30 minutes there's always a Pepsi advert and... just before the film starts there's a Pepsi's always last so but yeah oh, imagine how much it's time when the trailers finished imagine how much time you could get back yeah it's when the trailers are finished and, there's and more then more adverts, adverts. Yeah. it shouldn't be allowed you shouldn't be allowed to advertise at a paying audience a captive paying audience you shouldn't be allowed to advertise at them it's not fair i i see it's uh it's a long time <laughs> since since i've been over to the states but i've seen a few movies over there and i always was surprised by the lack of adverts yeah they don't, don't have adverts. i don't know if well, is, they never used to well, i don't know if that is still the case no but if you're in the states let us know when you consider how hot product placement is and stuff like yeah. that um yeah it was definitely something we could take from that i'm surprised they don't do them halfway through our films though yeah <laughs> it's got to that point where it's like we'll just start the bring film back an some, interval yeah put some adverts on there's a little old lady selling ice cream oh, i quite like that in the tray i quite like that give the little old lady something to do yeah but yeah yeah it is it is the worst thing about going to cinema is the the adverts and that they are always the same ones yeah cineworld's bad as well because they always do that they do an advert and it always says welcome back it's, like, it's been three years i've been back for quite a while now <laughs> 
You went two days in a row last week. I did, yeah. yeah that, that really sticks in the crawl. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome That's back. almost like he's mocking you. From yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> you may as well not have gone home. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I uh, want to go and see the Meg 2. I've not got to it yet. So yeah. that might be next week. Okay. So uh, yeah. I'll do one. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I think it was I quite well. liked the Meg. I did. I thought the Meg was great. It was the bottom of the stream movie with a budget. Exactly. 100%. <laughs> Yeah. much more of that is required it's, it's just the sort of movie Jason Statham should only make yes it is that sort of thing. absolutely is you're right well talking of bad movies segue what did we watch last week uh, last week we watched a good movie oh, yeah, so it's not a great segue movie last week. <laughs> in fact uh, a movie that is currently sitting top of our season 9 stream table. it is indeed yeah The we, Humans we watched The Humans so go back and listen to our episode if you've not done so have any more thoughts on it since we wrapped uh, up? I think quite rightly placed at the top of the stream. Yeah. So far this season. It's an unusual stream. But I still so wouldn't far, recommend it. it to anyone. No, nobody ever should watch it. A difficult watch. <laughs> yeah, it's a really tough watch. But a good a good movie full of, I think, the as I said last week, and I still think that it's the case, the best set of performances we've ever seen, as in Everybody's the best great. ensemble cast performance yeah. we've ever seen on the show I it think. felt like we were watching a, fir- a play that had just been put in front of a camera yeah absolutely it's exactly what which is what it was to be yeah. fair cool and really unnerving movie yeah it was really it really I, I found it stressful really played with my head yeah yeah do you know when we've had the conversation before about like the safety brothers movies which are stressful because they're manic and yeah. you know induce panic in you and this was like the opposite it was so deliberately paced but it just had this sense of unnerving dread that anything was something was about to happen and yeah. it was just yeah drama yeah just drama it's, it's a good it movie but I, yeah i couldn't i don't think i could recommend it no i don't think there's anybody i'm, I'm glad i watched it but i don't think i had a fun time yeah <laughs> I'd, now we've finished talking about it i never want to talk about it again but it's great <laughs> Right, should we get on with some Netflix news? Well, let's do some news. Uh, I've switched it a rude this week. A rude. Because we haven't done the question of the week. Oh, do you want to do, we'll do that, that first? first? Yeah, we'll do sure. that first now, I think. Okay. And then news. Uh, look, this is quite a base level question. Oh, you've got one for me this week. Yeah. Go on. Is that the plan? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we we just pick. I'd forgotten all about it, so. Would you rather have... Oh. <laughs> Finger-sized nipples or nipple-sized fingers? Oh, interesting. Finger-sized nipple. How do you know I've not already? <laughs> so how long's your finger? That's how long the nub of your... The longest finger you've got. That's how long the nub of your nipple would be. But... but <laughs> That's really long. <laughs> nipply fingers is just... They're just useless. You've just got... It'd be, still be a fully functioning finger. Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to do anything with them. They'd be too small. And you'd, So you basically just got palms with five nipples on. <laughs> no, fingers. Just, they're just the size of... Yeah, but they're, they're not... They're still going to be unusable. They're too small. I, I, I think... Yeah, but it depends. Maybe you've got big nipples. <laughs> That's not something I want to get into. <laughs> Unless your palms are equal size no, to the nipples. Fingers. I think you've got to have finger-sized nipples. <laughs> so weird. It would look so weird. It would look really weird, especially when you were... Imagine just wearing a When t-shirt. it was cold, shall we say. <laughs> like Madonna. <laughs> but um, you can't have nipples. Look, if everyone had them... Yeah, it wouldn't look weird. It wouldn't look weird, would it? But it wasn't... The, the question was, does everybody no, have it? It was me. I can't have nipple-sized fingers. That's just—it would be too unmanageable. You get—you just get everything small. 
Yeah, but you can't. Pay. That's we don't yeah, live in a small still, thing you world. Still, you can still operate. Like I couldn't keyboard. type. Yeah, you could with my nipples. <laughs> five nipply fingers. Yeah. I couldn't type. You with five be, you'd fingers. be slow. I would you know, be you'd slow. Have to be like one finger at a t- one nipple finger at a time. Trouble is, if I got finger sized nipples, I could type with them. Uh, yeah, but they, uh, yeah, but you can't. Are they still nipples? <laughs> yes, they're just as long yeah, as. Yeah, they're not like opposable. They're going to be really horrible to <laughs> touch. You'd always be like catching them on a door or yeah you could never wear like a imagine like in a club or a gig and <laughs> you can't i don't know if what you could never wear like a, a string of vest. inches worth of nipple <laughs> sticking out you'd never wear a string vest could you no Just be like poking through yeah finger size nipples <laughs> it's got to be you can't get anywhere in life with nipple size fingers i think it has to be a very individual decision because if you've got a long nipply nub you might take your chance with the the fingers what are you picking <laughs> i don't want either <laughs> no no that's the whole point of a would you rather nobody wants either of them i might take the nipple size fingers really yeah and just play on it all right look look at my nipply fingers yeah i've got no they're just fingers <laughs> they're just really small yeah no it's just unmanageable in the world. And I'll be like, can you help me open this? Yeah, you, won't be able to open, <laughs> you won't be able to open jars or anything. Yeah, you might be right with jars. You'd be struggling with door handles. Yeah. But then with five nipples. You've got to go nipple-sized fingers. No, oh. finger-sized nipples. <laughs> We've said nipple far too much. It doesn't mean anything now. <laughs> nipples become redundant as a word. <laughs> let us know what you think. Come into the Discord and let us know the answer. Yeah, do it. Right, Netflix news. Right, you ready? Enough of this fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> enough of the fun. Let's get to the dreary news. Yeah, I've switched it around, as I was saying. We're, okay. We're doing other movie and streaming news first, and we will do Netflix news after. Okay, sounds good. So we What's will, first? We will start with probably the biggest story of the week, which is news from Disney's third quarter earnings call this week that... Disney Plus have started work on a password sharing crackdown. Oh, what a surprise. Which will begin in 2024. Uh, he says that Disney already has, uh, this was uh, Bob Iger, the CEO, said that Disney already has much of the ta- technical capabilities to monitor uh, who it is sharing passwords. He didn't give a specific number of subscribers sharing accounts, but described it as significant. Right. Um, it's not surprising. I mean, Netflix have rolled it out pretty much worldwide now. and That makes it okay for everyone else to do it. It does, because they haven't seen any significant yeah. downturn in subscribers. They haven't seen a huge cancellation wave. Yeah. Despite what you'd read online, that hasn't happened. So it's not surprising that the rest of them are going to do it. They'll no, all do they, it. They will all follow suit. Plus, they will. Netflix will lead the, the way in this sort of thing. Months. They're the, the market leader in streaming. Yeah. So they're going to lead the way and everybody else will follow behind. It's not surprising at all. Be interesting to see if they do it in a similar way to how Netflix have done it, or if they have a different way of doing it. We've we've heard, sort of heard anecdotally, haven't we? A real mix from Netflix users, though, about some people were pulled up straight away, yeah, yeah, and others who've not still not, not still not had anything. No, so I I don't I'd love to know some more stats on that. Yeah, same. I I know somebody who was done on the first day, and then I know other people that are still sharing now and yeah. have no issues. Yeah. So. It's really interesting. But yeah, I'm not surprised the others are following suit. The rest of them will as well. 
They will, yeah, hundred percent. News this week that Sky will no longer broadcast the Oscars in oh, okay. the UK. They have uh, shown the ceremony every year since two thousand and four. Right. Who's getting it now then? There is currently no news on who will be acquiring it. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, the BBC previously aired it for many years. It uh, moved to Sky in 2004. Uh, and, well, let's see what happens. It's going to go somewhere. Yeah, it was definitely going somewhere. There are digital spy reports. Potentially Disney are sniffing around it. That wouldn't surprise me. So... We've already seen Netflix. What is your award ceremony? It was one of the, the smaller. SAG Awards. Yeah, I think they, Netflix got. They're they broadcasting dis- that live dis- next year. Yeah, they're uh, going to do that live. And Disney Plus and the Oscars, yeah, it seems like it could be an interesting match for certainly over here in the UK. Yeah, it makes sense. And it, and it would make sense for a streaming service like Disney Plus to experiment in a, one of their smaller markets, I guess. Yeah. If they're going down the route of live streaming as well, somebody will definitely pick it up. I couldn't. I couldn't see Channel Four not having it either. To be honest, it mm. seems like their sort of vibe as well. True, true. I wouldn't be surprised if they go in for it. Yeah. More news as that. Yeah. Develops sometime before February, I guess. <laughs> I'm sure we'll know plenty in advance of that. Let's do a couple of bits of news on a movie you saw last week. Okay. You mentioned that you'd been to see Talk To Me. I did, yeah. It was a secret screening at the Cineworld. Yeah. So, the Talk To Me numbers have started to come in. $22 million to date. Wow. In the United States. $26 million worldwide. Budget for the movie, $4.5 million. It's a winner then. It certainly is. And to that extent, it's already been announced a sequel is on its way. Oh, excellent. It will be called Talk To Me. With a two. With a two. What a surprise. Instead of a T-O. <laughs> and the original directors, Danny and Michael Philippou, will return. Cool. Uh, they were YouTubers, those two. Originally. Yes. They, there's they, already they a, a logo. Already a logo. <laughs> and it's just of the hand. It's in just the, the hand. In the, yeah. It looks like a swan. <laughs> it does look like a <laughs> bit of a swan. Uh, obviously, no plot details yet, but... Yeah, it's happening already. Yeah, I'm not surprised. if They've made that sort of money going up against Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah. They were the third film that came out that week. Traditional summer horror movie. Yeah, and it's it's making numbers, done numbers. So it's a good film. I'm not surprised it's getting a sequel. And I, be, I, I wonder how much it would have benefited from people trying to do the old Barbenheimer double. Yeah. Oh, actually... The one I was the second one I was going to see sold out. Oh, I'm at the cinema. Let's go and watch talk. To what you. can I see? Yeah, you might be right. Maybe, maybe, maybe. It was, it's always interesting when Cineworld and Odeon do these like secret screenings because they do them for movies that are not going to. They don't think are going to make as much money. Yeah. So they get their cinema fans who have got these unlimited cards to go in and watch them, and then yeah. hopefully that starts people talking about exactly. them. Exactly. I think that's exactly what happened with Talk to Me. It, it, people got talking about it. It's a good film. And it, it did some numbers against movies like Barbie and Oppenheimer. Yeah, exactly. And you, you quite enjoyed it, didn't I you? I did, yeah. It was great. It's a, it's a fun little horror movie. There's, there's parts of it that are really tough to watch. Like That picture there, that, that is not a fun scene to watch. But uh, yeah, it's great. It's A24 again. They just can't go wrong. 
surprisingly, this is not the only piece of news uh, around the Talk to Me franchise this week. Oh, there's a there's a franchise now. Well, I, I guess there is because uh, said directors, Danny and Michael Philippi, have mentioned that while they were shooting Talk to Me, yeah, they also shot a prequel. Really? Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, they um, they noted that they shot it almost completely on mobile phones. Wow, okay, uh, that's interesting. It's a, a prequel shooting Duckett's story. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Danny Philippou said, we shot an entire Duckett prequel. It's told entirely through the perspective of mobile phones and social media. So we're looking at when down the line we can release that. That's interesting because that's like the that scene with Duckett and Cole is like the pre-credits Credits, scene yeah. that you get in horror yeah. movies. And they don't really, they are mentioned briefly again afterwards, but never it really comes back after that. So that's really interesting that they've done that. That's in the can already. Wow. That's, that seems prime to just chuck that on a streaming service. And, of course it does. And let somebody watch it. Yeah. Because you, there's no point releasing that at the cinema. But just chuck it on a streamer. Netflix should be okay. buying their own. Three movies. Easy. Franchise. Straight away. It's franchise done. Simple. A couple of years, you got your franchise. Next. Uh, some sad news this week. Yeah, is very sad. The passing of William Friedkin mm. at the age of 87. Yeah. Best That's known nice. for directing The Exorcist and The French Connection. Yeah, it's one of the biggest, well, possibly the biggest horror movie of all time, The Exorcist. Yeah. Um, 29th of August, 1935, he was. He was 87. Born. 87 years old. Yeah. And his final movie, we have talked about before on this show. He was working on a legal drama, which I think is going to star Kiefer Sutherland. I am going out of just from the top of my head. Okay. Um, so where yeah. are you reading this? <laughs> it's called The Kane Mutiny Court Martial. Oh, yeah, we have mentioned that before. Yeah, uh, which will be premiered at this year's Venice Film Festival um, and will be released later this year. Yeah, that'll be his, uh, his final movie. Wow. Still making movies at 87. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, look, there, there's two absolutely stone-cold classics there. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the French Connection kind of invented the car chase. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the Exorcist. Invented horror, pretty well, much. What a movie. Yeah, exactly. Rest movie. in peace. Okay, let's go for some Netflix news. Cool. Let's do that. And... We will start with Netflix's confirmation of the movies that they have entered into the Toronto International Film Festival. Oh, okay. The big which one. runs from September the 7th to September the 17th. Cool. Uh, yeah. They will debut at the film festival Reptile. What is Reptile? Uh, Reptile is... A drama starring Benicio del Toro okay. and Justin Timberlake. Wow. Also Alicia Silverstone. Uh, Reptiles synopsis says, following the brutal murder of a young real estate agent, a hardened detective attempts to uncover the truth in a case where nothing is at as it seems. <laughs> By doing so, he dismantles the illusions in his own life. That sounds 
fun. Yeah, doesn't interestingly yet have a release date for Netflix. Okay, but it's getting some it's, of these do, but not not this one. But it's getting its premiere at the the yeah. Canto Film Festival. Cool. Pain Hustlers. What's that? Stars Emily Blunt, Chris Evans, and Catherine O'Hara. Oh wow. The synopsis for that is, upon losing her job, a blue-collar woman struggling to raise her daughter takes a job at a failing pharmaceutical startup only to get involved in a dangerous racketeering scheme. Nice. That sounds fun. Directed by David Yates, who's quite well known for Harry Potter and stuff like that. Yeah. And that does arrive on Netflix on October the 27th. Oh, that's pretty soon. Unless it gets delayed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the caveat for all of this, due to ongoing strikes. Yes. But at the minute, October the 27th. They will also premiere... I don't know how to say this. <laughs> I'm going to say Yad. Yad? I'm going to go with a silent N. N-Y-A-D. Uh, tells the remarkable true story of athlete Diana Yad, who at the age of 60, and with the help of her best friend and coach, commits to achieving her lifelong dream a 110-mile open ocean swim from Cuba to Florida. Wow. It stars Annette Benning, Jodie Foster, and Reese Ifans. Jodie Foster's a name you don't come across very often these days. 110-mile swim. Wow. Also does not have a Netflix release date yet. yet. Let's see how the premieres go at the film festival. Sure, sure. It must be difficult to do a film festival with no actors yes <laughs> again i would see the caveat <laughs> it sounds like it's going to happen it's like in yeah. a long time but uh, fair play yeah will premiere at toronto uh, which is an erotic thriller Ooh. starring phoebe dinova who is uh, a netflix starlet from bridgerton okay uh, olden iron reich well done and eddie marzen uh, an unexpected promotion at a cutthroat hedge fund pushes a young couple's relationship to the brink, threatening to unravel far more than their recent engagement. Okay. That sounds much like the first one, or the second one. It does a bit, doesn't it? And finally, <laughs> Rustin, uh, which... Has the longest t- <laughs> t- synopsis in the world. Which stars Chris Rock, uh, Jeffrey Wright... Uh, and Coleman Domingo. Okay. Uh, the synopsis for which. The architect architect of 1963's momentous March on Washington, Bayard Rustin, was one of the greatest activists and organisers the world has ever known. He challenged authority, never ch- apologised for who he was, who he, what he believed in, or who he desired. He did not back down, and he made history. Yeah, okay. That arrives on Netflix November the 17th. That sounds interesting. Chris Rock really wants to have a serious acting career, doesn't he? Yeah. But unfortunately, he's not a very good actor. So <laughs> Maybe this maybe turn the time. Maybe. Is he the main lead in that? Uh, I believe so. Cool. Yeah, I don't know how the Toronto Film Festival is going to work with having no actors there. Yeah. Or writers. They're <laughs> <laughs> just going to show movies to fans. Next. Uh, we've not talked about Netflix games for a while. We have not. But users have noted this week that a new app is available on iOS devices. Uh, it is called Netflix Game Controller. 
Okay. And apparently, it, if you download this app, it will turn your smartphone into a video game controller for your TV. Oh, wow. That's an interesting idea. Uh, it's available now on iOS. Uh, yeah. So this is this is kind of a very soft launch. There's no, like you you can you can't use it basically yet. Because, you can't use it. Yet. Yeah, but you you can get the app, but you can't use it. It doesn't do anything yet. Yeah, basically. Okay. Because uh, there's no there's no supported games for it. Right. Okay. Yet. So um, that's a good idea though. Yeah, but it's there in the app store. App store. There's loads of screenshots there. Uh, you basically got your virtual joystick, a large A button, three smaller X, Y, and B buttons. Expansion That's, of Netflix games. That's a really interesting idea. I had never thought of doing that. That's clever. Uh, so, yeah, expect big big gamers developments, I would say. Well, yeah, they've got to, at some point, double down on it because they were, they talked about launching it for ages and they did and it kind of just was a bit of a damp squib. Yeah. So they need to double down on it. That would really get some headlines once that becomes yeah, it would. Uh, more out there, I would mm. say. That's interesting. We will definitely keep our eye on that. Sure. Uh, a couple of scoops okay. from Giant Freaking Robot next. Oh, what's who, that? I say it's a website. It's a movie oh. website. It's a good news website. And they have been told that Brad Pitt has starred up for a Netflix movie. Mm. A post-apocalyptic sci-fi. Oh, my favorite. Called Desolation Run. Which, to my... Uh, untrained eye very much sounds like Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just from the title. Because uh, they, the brief synopsis that has been provided says that Desolation Run takes place in a post-apocalyptic world where a lone wanderer, Ryan Creed, played by Brad Pitt, teams up with a cunning mechanic to escape a brutal desert wasteland controlled by ruthless warlords yeah it does have a, a slightly familiar stench <laughs> the director on board for this is david michaud uh, who brad Pitt has worked with before okay he starred in war machine for uh, michaud in 2017 right so yeah brad Pitt does mad max i'm sure it'll be entirely different no, I'm sure it will. All we're getting off is a couple of sentences yeah. for a synopsis. That sounds interesting, though. I like post-apocalyptic stuff. We'll keep our eye on it. Uh, sure. Another exclusive from Giant Freaking Robot says mm. that another sci-fi movie set up at Netflix is going to star Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, okay. Who has obviously worked with Netflix before on Don't Look Up yep. last year. And it will be directed by none other than Gollum himself, Andy Serkis. Nice. Uh, and this is the movie uh, that's going to be called The Shift. The Shift. Which will see Jennifer Lawrence play Dr. Catherine Turner, a renowned physicist who discovers a groundbreaking phenomenon that is shifting the Earth. Oh. The phenomenon holds the key to unlocking humanity's greatest secrets, leading to a race against time to control its power. Right. That sounds interesting as well. Sound like a couple of big budget projects. Yeah, sounds like it, doesn't it? Starring, uh, yeah, big of big movie big stars. stars. Hmm. Again, all this is like with a caveat of if anybody ever goes back to work. 
Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we could be still talking about these movies. Uh, I remember when we mentioned that one yeah, four years four ago. Four years ago, yeah. Next uh, news that has come as a surprise to some fans, but not as a surprise to the showrunners, <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, Disenchantment, which comes back to Netflix on the first of September yeah. for its fifth season, uh, won't come back again after that because it's going to be the final season. Fifth and final. Yes. Apparently, news of this came as a shock to many fans, but showrunner uh, Josh Weinstein said uh, that the impending finish had been known long before the new episodes were even written. So they've just been given... And well, that's, that's before you've even drawn them, and that takes ages. <laughs> it does. Um, so I guess this isn't a cancellation. This is a... We, we, you are being allowed to end your show yeah. whenever you want to. Uh Weinstein said on Twitter, uh, because of the strike, I can't promote the show, but I can talk about it a bit on my own social media. Don't worry, we got to wrap everything up we wanted to. We knew this was the final season long before we started planning and writing it. We have had a long time to finesse and finalise it, so I hope that fans will be happy. Good. Cancel your Netflix hate. (laughs) I really, really liked the first season of Disenchantment didn't like the second season so much and then i think watched two of the third one and stopped because i really didn't like it i've then. got to be honest with you i had no idea they were at five yeah <laughs> I was literally have you not. watched it i've seen the first season and then you said you didn't like the second so i never yeah. went to it um, but i didn't know they'd got to have done four no i i, I didn't realize it was that, <laughs> that high of five i've got to say the first season was really good i thought yeah i really enjoyed the first season i never got to it because you kind of put me off the second yeah never went back after that anyway. Next. Next, and finally. Oh, and finally. It's another Netflix game news, but this is a bit different because Netflix have released their first Discord bot game. Discord bot game? Yeah. Okay. And it is attached to the upcoming movie Heart of Stone, which is Gail Godard's new action movie, which I think will be out by the time this episode is out. Yeah, it's out this weekend, I think. And... Yeah, it's the first game that you can play in Discord via the Hey Netflix bot. The Hey Netflix bot is available in the bottom of the stream Discord. It is, yeah. So if you want to join and play this game, you are more than welcome to. Uh, It's a text-based adventure game. Okay. Apparently. uh, Called Heart of Stone, Maze of Odds. You will take on the role of a double agent and you will need to quickly make decisions in action-driven situations. Okay, I'm definitely going to have a play on this. Yeah, cool. Uh, Netflix say that the game will be different each time you play it. The Discord bot will randomly choose scenarios from a bank of situations and you'll be able to play it solo or ask friends to join in for multiplayer action. That sounds like... Get that on in the Discord. something we need to be doing. The game includes collectibles for you to pick up along the way and Discord users uh, around the world can play it, but uh, only if you can speak and presumably read and write English. Oh, okay, it's only in English. Yeah. So yeah, a Discord bot. A Discord bot-based game. game. Wow, what a mouthful that is. <laughs> we'll give it a go. Let's give it a go Let's this week. Let's give it a go. It's available in the bottom of the stream Discord, as I say. And so. we'll report back next week. Sounds fun. Let's do it. God, everything old becomes new again, doesn't it? It certainly does. Text-based adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Retro. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, brings me back to my childhood. <laughs> Is that all the news? That's all the news. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? I have watched a couple of things. I have been to the cinema. 
Oh, yes, you did mention. I went to watch Barbie. Nice. What did you think? Oh, it's amazing. It's brilliant, isn't it? It was a proper brilliant movie. It's really good fun. Like, funny, looks amazing, and has got a brilliant message, I thought. Yeah, I'd agree. I loved it. Yeah, like I knew, I knew I was going to like it, and I thought it was better than I expected. I thought it was brilliant. Good. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. It's just fun, isn't it? It's yeah. Just, but there's also that message is there, and it's like it's yeah. just nice. How good is Ryan Gosling? Oh, he's amazing. He's so also, good. Also, I thought he didn't have as much, you know, of the sort of scene stealing stuff. But like Simu Liu is, yeah, fanta- he's a, he's a brilliant yeah. acting off. Ryan Gosling. Yeah, agreed. Michael Cera Mar- as well. Yeah. Really good. We, we were saying after we came out, Mar- where, where's Michael Cera been? Yeah. Yeah, he was in one episode of this season's Black Mirror, but where yeah. has he been other than that? Because uh, it feels like he used to be everywhere. Yeah, he did. Uh, just, yeah, great, great casting. And, you know, nice, I did the old patriotic bit. Nice to see a lot of Brits in there. Yeah, definitely. Most of the cast of sex education. Yes, that's true. Yeah, there's a lot of them in there, wasn't there? Yeah, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, it was, it was great. Uh, and then the other thing we've all been, we've been watching together with, uh, as a family on Netflix is I I know this show has been over for a, a few years on Netflix, but it's one of those I've always wanted to get to, and uh, finally have. And everyone is really enjoying it. And that is Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate oh. Events. You're putting that on the list of what things you've watched, but you put it in the initials, and I've been yeah, racking my brains. Been racking my brains for ages trying to figure out what that was. So this is the Neil Patrick Harris. Yes, again, I've Patrick, seen the Patrick first Warburton season. It, I think version. How many it, seasons have there? Three. Three. I've seen the first one. I really good. Didn't go back. Yeah, it is really good. I don't know why I didn't go back. I just never did. Yeah. And just, yeah. I Just really good. Kids enjoying it. Yeah, love it. Good. Incredibly catchy theme song as well. Yes, it has. So, uh, yeah, we'll carry on with that. Excellent. How about you? I watched a movie at the weekend. Awesome. I watched a Japanese movie at the weekend. Oh, look at you. I watched so a movie proud. that I believe I thought was called Zom 100. But I've since been told that it's called Zom 100 because that is a pun on 100. Okay. Which is a terrible pun. And <laughs> kind I of don't works, like it. But it's not called really. Zom 100, The Bucket List of the Dead. Right. Which is a zombie movie, Japanese zombie movie. Sure. It's based on a manga. There's also an anime TV show that's come out this week as well, I think. So it's a, it's a brand new franchise. franchise. Um, and it is batshit crazy. <laughs> um, the final act feels like it's made by a completely different set of people. I love it when this happens. The, I've never seen anything so batshit. Just that it's completely offset from the rest of the film. Okay. The film's crazy all the way through. It's a zombie movie. So yeah. it's, but it's Japanese. So you can imagine what it's like. Sure. It's quite high paced. There's lots of colours, lots of action going on. And then the final scene, it sets, it's set, the final act is set in an aquarium. So I can't tell you what happens. Oh, I love swimming zombies. It's, it's more than that. It's not even I'm just that. Watch it's, this. it's it's insane. You remember when have you remember when we watched Snakes on a Train? Yes. Not Snakes on a Plane. Yeah, snakes yeah. on a Train. And the final act in Snakes on a Train is absolutely batshit because the snake takes over and yeah. becomes the train. That is on this. On, it's on that level of how insane the. Did you enjoy it? Is. I loved it. I thought it was really it's good. Awesome. Um, how it, does it look? Is it? Does, it's does, beautiful. Is it's a good. It's budget proper. And, yeah. It's yeah. high action. It's, it's fully. Very colourful Japanese. It's really good fun. I, I really it's on for too long, but <laughs> okay. I seem to say that a lot just lately. So that might be me. 
Um, but yeah, I would highly recommend it. Definitely check it out. It's on. It's come on to Netflix in the last yeah. week or so. So definitely check that out. Good shout. Um, also, I have started unfinished uh, Heartstopper season two. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll probably get to that this week. Beautiful show as always. Um, on a par with season. It's a bit darker than season one. Okay. Um, there's some. There's some like quite heart wrenching moments in it. Um, there's lots of like. It's not as lovey dovey. There's a okay. lot more kissing in season two. Oh, I'll tell you that much. But everybody's just kissing everybody. <laughs> um, all the way. The first just, scene just is just like a, a montage of kissing. Okay. Um, but yeah, it made me cry more than once. To, as you get towards the end, I'm just like, I was an, an emotional wreck oh, all sweet. the way through. Um, I I cannot overstate how good Heartstopper is. How important Heartstopper is. And yeah, I love it. I love everything about it. And it didn't disappoint. It's really, really good. Great, but, I can't wait to watch it. But it is a lot more... It's a dark. It's a darker season. Yeah, and there's a lot more self abuse storylines and all this sort of stuff going yeah. on. It's not just two people falling in love now. It's let's deal with this teen drama. Cool, but okay. beautiful, beautiful show. That's made development for you. People. Yeah, it's, it's apparently season three starting filming imminently. Yes, because they uh, they need to get it in. I suppose. Yeah. I don't know how strikes are going to affect that, but the news has come out this week that they're starting filming. So okay. maybe the strikes are not affecting them. I don't know. Awesome. Yeah, really good. Highly recommend Heartstopper. As you know, I can't speak highly enough. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a great wonderful show. show made by wonderful people. Um, and then we did a watch along in our Discord. It was the first oh, Sunday of, of the did. month, so yeah. we should probably talk rough, briefly about what we watched on our watch along. Uh, we watched a movie <laughs> called Killasaurus. Killer slash Saurus. Oh yeah, sorry. to give it its full title. <laughs> Don't know why there's a slash in there. There's a slash in there. It was directed by um, Steve, Steve Lawson. Lawson, who we interviewed about this time last year. Yeah. July last year, I think. Um, yeah, so we thought we'd give one of his films a go in the, uh, the watch-along. It was the highest attended watch-along we've ever done. Yeah, it thanks for like, everyone who came along. Everyone who awesome. came along. It was a great night. It was a full like, room. Yeah, there was like six or seven people there. It was yeah. brilliant. It was really good fun. Um, some people for their and first us. time. And us, yeah. <laughs> some people came for the first time, and they, they watched this um, dinosaur movie with us, I guess. What is this movie? It's the simple tale <laughs> of a a top secret experimental lab which is laser printing dinosaurs. Yeah, somehow. Never really explained how, but they're laser no. printing biological. Yeah, so laser laser slash 3D printing actual, actual dinosaurs. Actual living dinosaurs. Yeah. And then panicking when they've got a dinosaur and locking it in a room for three months. Yeah. And then accidentally oh, also a wide-eyed journalist comes to investigate yeah. and then accidentally also printing a dinosaur slash soldier yeah <laughs> it's batshit fucking crazy it's i really enjoyed it it was silly it's a really silly movie but I've, oh the acting oh where do we start with the acting <laughs> where do you start with the acting my word but i don't know i don't think it was as bad as some of the movies we've seen like the, the all the robert movies are a lot worse um, it was batshit crazy. It looked terrible. It was acted terribly. But I have, you know what I'm like. I've got a soft. The dinosaur had no legs. No, it was just a head. <laughs> it was just a. It was just a library shot of a dinosaur yeah. roaring every so often. But oh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun watching it with really fun people in the Discord. Yeah. Um. So yeah, first Sunday of every month we're going to do watch-alongs in the Discord now. The next month we're doing Birdemic. Oh, yes. We're doing Birdemic, which will be really good fun. We watched the trailer for that, didn't we, after Killasaurus? And world, world renowned. My word, I, don't know, if any, I don't know if anyone will come back. But uh, <laughs> so, I think yeah. that will have even more people. So we've got, them, we've got them lined up for the next few months. So uh, 
if you're interested in joining the discord there'll be a link in the show notes come and join and uh, get involved yeah please do it's a lot of fun mm, definitely uh you've got one more thing you've watched which you've not talked about oh only murders <laughs> in the buildings back i'd forgotten about that. i didn't realize it's back i love that show. it's back the first two episodes are streaming now on disney plus um Paul Rudd and Meryl Streep have joined the cast for this season. Fantastic. Um, both feature heavily in the first episode. So yeah, go and check it out. It's really good fun. Amazing. Fully back onto form. But I've only watched one of them. There's two out there, but I've only watched one so far. But yeah, right back onto form. Good stuff. Great show. Love it. Definitely, definitely watch Only Murders in the Building if you've not already. I think that's it. I think that's all I've watched. Cool. How are we doing for time? Ooh. Shall we go through the Netflix top 10 quickly? Yes, let's do that. I've done that for a few weeks. Let's start with top 10 films in the United Kingdom, shall we? Let's do it. What are people watching? What are people watching? They are watching at number 10. The weather's been no good, so surely surely people are watching. It's a relatively young chart. Um, At number 10 this week is What's Love Got to Do With It? I I don't know. (laughs) Nor do I. (laughs) Or don't really feel like I care to know either, to be honest. I think a British rom-com. Emma Thompson's in it. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs> yep, go and watch that if you fancy it. Do you think the song's in it? Yeah. I think this, they got the rights to the songs I wrote a movie about it, probably. Oh. And number nine is Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, I watched this a couple of weeks ago. You did, yes. I didn't mention it on the show. What did you think of awful. it? Awful. Oh, shit, isn't it? Absolutely <laughs> awful. It's Woody terrible. Harrelson is dog shit Shocking in, in that movie. Even. He is talk about phoning it in <laughs> i didn't mind the first one this is bad yeah really bad they basically just made the first one again but not as good yeah nowhere near as good yeah it's awful i went to the cinema to say it. it is dreadful um number eight is spider-man into the spider-verse brilliant that's appeared this on the, constantly comes on and off on, it's always on and UK. off netflix yeah uh number seven is paradise okay any ideas looks like a tv type movie that's netflix me movie too. of the week yeah. I have no idea. Not a clue. Don't recognise anyone in that. Uh, number six is Untold, Jake Paul, The Problem Child. I just imagine it being a promo for Jake Paul I fighting. I could not care less. <laughs> Genuinely. Could I, not I don't care feel less. like this is going to be the most gripping documentary. No. and It's just, just going to be a piece of... Yeah, an hour and a half promo, isn't it? Yeah. Talking about a piece of shit. Uh, number five is Miraculous Ladybug Cat Noir and Cat Noir, the movie. Yeah. Any ideas what that is? Yeah, they're just two superheroes. Miraculous Ladybug and Cat Noir. With the powers of a black cat and a ladybird. Ladybug. Yeah. What powers do ladybirds have? Uh, they're spotty. <laughs> yeah. And they can climb walls. They can fly, I suppose. And they can fly. Yeah, I suppose that's all you really need. It's better than a cat, to be fair. And you know how odd they are, because you can count the number of spots. Is that true? Yep. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Next time one lands on you. In years? Yeah. No. Yeah. Ladybirds don't live to like four or five years. They're doing ladybird years. Nah. <laughs> How long's a ladybird year? A summer. A summer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number four. Wait a minute, that's David Attenborough. <laughs> I will do. I'll ring him up when we finish. Okay. Number four is Happiness for Beginners. I've seen this movie. I liked you, it. Just the one we talked about last week. Yeah. Yeah, you thought it was all right. Uh, Ellie Kemper goes hiking. Yes, with a man with a terrible moustache. It's a Scott Grimes. Scott Grimes. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, number three, Missing, the Lucy Blackman case. Don't know what that is. It looks like a true crime documentary, so I'll probably watch yeah, it Yeah, she's the... I vaguely remember that when it was in the news years okay. ago. I, th- I think she is the British lady who went missing in Japan. 
Oh, yes. Okay. Years ago. I'm so, probably watched that, to be fair. I like yeah. Netflix's true crime. So Number two is a movie I'm seeing everywhere at the minute. It's Hidden Strike. Yeah. Everybody on Netflix wants me to watch this. It's being pushed onto my algorithm this everywhere. It's quite a strange one. I know a little bit about Hidden Strike. So it's an action movie. Yeah. Starring Jackie Chan. Yeah. And John Cena. That's the worst picture of John Cena I've ever seen. And apparently this is sat on the shelf. It's not a Netflix original. Netflix have purchased it and, and put it out there. Yeah, we mentioned it last week or the week before, I think. Did we? Was that on show or off I show? Saying, I, don't I can't know. remember. I remember talking to you about it. Uh, it's sat on the shelf for five years, apparently. Really? Yeah. And now Without they've just a release. put it out there. Yeah. It's a terrible picture of John Cena. Do you think this was when John Cena was... Spending all that time in China learning Mandarin. <laughs> Could be. Maybe this is why. Sorry. Yeah, hidden strike. Netflix can't be pushing it me harder. I'm getting notifications on my phone. I've got an email about it. <laughs> Did I've you? Got all sorts. Wow. Like, Please watch it. You better watch it. I otherwise, might, uh, someone will be knocking on the door. I don't want to. <laughs> and number one is Bull. Okay. Um, this is the new... Actually, it's not new. It's from 2020. I think my parents watched this at the weekend. And they really didn't like it. They didn't understand what was going on. So it made me feel like I need to watch it. <laughs> Just so I can explain it to them. Um, that's Neil Maskell in the picture. Is this some sort of British drama? Uh, yeah, I think it's like British gangsters okay. um, fighting each other. That right. sort of thing. And families get entwined and things like that. Oh, I love a bit of entwining. Apparently it's very violent. Okay. That's what my mum described it as. Which she doesn't mind. But I wouldn't she, get that from the, uh, not from the thumbnail. Not from the thumbnail. That's a different thumbnail to what I'm getting on my Netflix, I must admit. I'm getting a caravan on fire on my it's Netflix. It's a happy father with his son. That's Neil Maskell. He's the creepiest actor in the world. He's just been in Hijack on Apple mm-hmm. TV. He's really creepy. Uh, TV in the United Kingdom. Okay. Can we do that? Sure. Number 10 is Sweet Magnolias. Lovely. What's that? It's some ladies having a hug. <laughs> it looks like a... Drama in a posh house. They do. They none of them look like they want to be hugging, but they are hugging. Yeah. This website does not give me any viewing figures at all now. No, I know. <laughs> just, just, I don't I, get anything anymore. Just all the um, all the transparency is. It's just all gone. They changed totally, their algorithm, and now totally I don't get anything. Out the window. Can't tell you how long yeah. it's. How many people have watched it or anything? And number nine is Fisk. Okay. No I'm, idea. I'm getting legal drama. Looks like it. Uh, number eight is Heartstopper season one. Makes sense. Re-enter the charts. People, does make sense. Does people make in sense. a rewatch. I did a rewatch. Oh, yeah. I rewatched season one before I watched season two. Um, how to become which a cult leader, which is better, yeah. season wise. Yeah. Now you've seen them both. That's tough to say. Okay. One. <laughs> okay. Good. Well done. Mm. Move on. They're very different. That's they're, fine. Very, they're very different. Then two's like I said a minute ago, a lot more deep. Uh, number seven: How to become a cult leader. Don't know what that is. Looks fun, though. I will say it's a documentary about cults. Could be. Uh, number six is Manifest. The graphic for number six is broken, but there is that number six. Has Have we finally... This is Manifest season one. Have we finally got the whole thing in Netflix UK? Yes, I think so. About time. Yeah, I think it's all there now, if you wanted to go and watch Manifest. Because we've had just season four for many, many, many months. months. Well, that's season one, so hopefully yeah. it looks like it's all there. Uh, number five is Rich Holiday, Poor Holiday, season two. Okay. I feel like that's a reality show where rich families swap holidays with poor families. Feels like it, doesn't it? Does, it looks like it, just from the post it looks like that. And number four is The Witcher. Season three. Season three. Um, plummeting down the charts. Number three is Witness number three. Okay. That's that new British drama, I think. Okay, fine. <laughs> number two is The Lincoln Lawyer, season two. Indeed. 
not, I've not got to that yet. I'm not no. watch that. I really enjoyed seeing it. Like it's been out a while now. Uh, still... the, 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 it was split into two parts. Oh, okay. So the, the final sense. three episodes have come out. Got you. Okay. And quite predictably, number one is Heartstopper Season 2. That I think that will stick around at the top for a while. Excellent. Definitely be in the top 10 for a while. And that is your top 10s. Right. Nicely done. Should we do a real talk? Yeah, let's uh, throw some real talk. What was this week's real Out talk there. question? Real talk this week. We asked, if you could mash up or cross over two movie franchises, what would it be? Yeah. Create, let's create a new beast. There are no limits. No limits. You go Just for do it. whatever you want. And they, members of our Discord have really gone for it. What have we got? Would you like me to go? So uh, Ross Cook was first to reply. He is suggesting very sensibly. <laughs> very sensibly. He's a sensible boy. A Fast and the Furious and Transformers crossover. You could actually genuinely see that Yeah, happening. well, Ross says, I'm surprised they've not tried <laughs> Same. it. Same. What would it entail, do you think? Vin Diesel riding Optimus Prime into battle. Sounds fun. And I'm up into for space and I don't not? like either of those franchises, but mashing them together sounds like it'd be fun. Uh, Mrs. Ross Cook. Mrs. Ross Cook. Cat uh, says, Back to the Future mashed up with the Goonies. The Goonies take the DeLorean back to pirate times. <laughs> pirate times. To meet One-Eyed Willy. Yeah, let's do that. I would watch the hell out of that. Yes, I then wanted to know if we were making that now or if we've made it back <laughs> in the 80s, but apparently we're making it just after Back to the Future 3. Okay, so 90s. So they, can, so they could also take the time train. <laughs> That's not going to help you with pirates. <laughs> <laughs> trains trains in water I'm surprised they never did a Goonies prequel of the story of One-Eyed Willie and just tell that story That's, why did that never happen do you think Goonies 2 was muted for yeah, years it was, and years yeah. and years unfortunately Steven Spielberg is a very busy man yeah and I don't think Richard Donner really wanted to do it no but I'd like to know the story of how One-Eyed Willie's boat ended up there yeah I don't, you don't even need any of the cast just give me the, well true tell me the One-Eyed Willie story uh, my my starter for ten. I don't think it's my actual answer. Okay, but I'm just reading it in the order is in the in That's the fine. Discord. Is that uh, terrorists take over Jurassic Park, and <laughs> only one man can go and take the island back, <laughs> and that's John McClane. John McClane versus Die Hard and Jurassic Park. Dying, dying the saws hard. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's cool. Uh, Jordan. From Grief Burrito says the Batmobile from the Batman. Jordan from Grief Burrito and did and <laughs> answered last week's question. Good for him. Thanks for being up to date with the podcast. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> last week's question was what movie vehicle would you like to drive? I think um, Sam answered last week's question after the fact as well. Uh, anyway, let's get this shit show back on track. So next week we'll find out what Jordan's mashing. Maybe. Is. Yeah. Cool. and uh, in the Discord. Says, I would like to see a Toy Story slash Final Destination mashup. Now we're talking. <laughs> That's brilliant. Woody gets a premonition and saves the other toys. Death slowly starts killing them off. Stuffing pulled out, parts broken and plastic melted. Plot twist at the end. Sid has designed the toy that is playing Death as a revenge to Woody and his gang. I like that he's thought out a whole plot. Yeah. Maybe even the twist. That, that would work. I'm watching that. Yeah, Ross Cook's riffing off that. He says, how about a Toy Story meets Chucky? <laughs> Chucky is just about to kill Andy. And then to off screen, you suddenly hear, reach for the sky. <laughs> Here's the toys to save the day. I like it. 
Sam's really thinking outside the box this week. Okay. He At least wants he's to mash up the Planet of the Apes trilogy yeah. and Bojack Horseman. Wow. Okay. And in te- the intelligence virus spreads to other animals, which then leads into the society oh, okay. we see so, in Bojack Horseman. So the Planet of the Apes trilogy is a prequel almost yeah. to, Bo- to Bojack Horseman. I like it. Clever. Uh, Chris from the Time Shifters podcast is suggesting Alien... A Doctor Who. <laughs> Just so we'd get one of the companions face hugged. Can that be Catherine Tate? Yeah, fine. Cool. Yeah, that would work. Uh, or, or, his other suggestion, the one everyone really wants to see. Blade versus Twilight. Yeah, everybody's always wanted to see that. That's perfect. I'd be well up for that. Let's yeah. mash them up. Um, I, I've given it a little bit of thought. I feel like I'm going horror. Okay. I wanted to do Jigsaw versus horror. Okay. So it's Jigsaw taking on all of the other horror bad guys. And because they're bad guys and Jigsaw takes out bad guys. So Jigsaw gets Michael Myers in a trap. Jigsaw gets Freddy Krueger in a trap. I think horror icons versus Jigsaw battling each other is a real untapped. I know there's lots of issues with rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did Freddy versus Jason and then then it's great. Yeah, it is. It's so much fun. They never tapped into it any further. And I think it's a really untapped potential. You know, I'm disregarding Alien versus Predator. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, Freddy versus Jason was was all right. Yeah, it was a really good film. But yeah, I feel like Jigsaw, he's renowned for going against bad people. So let's get Michael Myers in a trap. Let's get... Freddy Krueger in a trap. Yeah. And let's see how they deal with being... But stop rebooting Halloween with shitty films, but give me Freddy versus Jason versus Michael. Yeah, 100%. I would watch the hell out of that. Michael versus Leatherface or something. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, Jigsaw versus Horror is mine, I think. Okay. I like it. I did also think Jigsaw versus Harry Potter. That was where I started. Sure, if we're going... <laughs> going let's, let's get those kids in traps and see yeah. if they can save each other. Yeah. Without any fucking magic. <laughs> yeah. Cool. What did you say? I thought of a couple of things. I'm really sweaty. Sorry. But a, a lot of them just involved sending John Wick into <laughs> different universes to kick ass. That's fine. Like John Wick and Paddington mashing up. <laughs> so like Paddington's been taken hostage. Yeah. And John Wick just has to brutally rescue him. Mow down. You know, Grant. Peruvian drug dealing <laughs> terrorists. I like it. Who have got this bear captured deep in the rainforest. That's cool. That would be fun. That um, would be fun. But I think my proper answer is let's let's really mix it up. Okay. And let's do a sequel to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yep. But let's combine it with a buddy cop comedy. Let's take the next stage from the original, which was obviously that sort of noir detective story. And, you know, we don't we don't have to completely rewrite the wheel. Let's have Roger being kidnapped. Yeah. And we're mashing Roger Rabbit up with Lethal Weapon. Oh, nice. Riggs and Murta have got to go in, into Toontown. Rescue that rabbit. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. Keep it. Let's do a bit of get some sweary action. <laughs> With cartoons. Yes, I'm up for that. Why not? That's another untapped market, isn't it? Like human and animation mashups. There's not many of them about. Uh, no, I don't suppose there are. Since Space Jam, there hasn't <laughs> been many, have there? That went really well, didn't it? Yeah, the first one's Last great. Year or... Yeah. 
but yeah there's no, there hasn't really been many and we could do that yeah i'm up for that Sounds there fun. was i need i don't think i put it in discord in the end i, I was um i can remember not that long ago so going back three or four years there was, there was talk of looking at a 20 i think it was 21 jump street mashed up with men in black yeah there was i remember that coming up which never uh, never, never obviously off. got off the ground but that would work yeah there's not as many mashup movies as you'd think no considering there's only like four movie studios that own all the big franchises yeah sure <laughs> you think it'd be easy to do but i guess they're like economically does it make sense you Unless guess. you, and, oh, no, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I'm the, I'm the consumer. I give me all of them. But yeah. if I'm talking from a business point yeah. of view, why are you going to mash up two franchises where you can get? Yeah, I suppose. The money out I suppose if you go with dead franchises, like films that are, franchises that are not going to come back, but you've still got the rights to. Yeah, you've got a hot, untapped market there. Yeah. Should happen more. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Good real talk. Uh, look, it. there's loads more out there. Just uh, anyone ever thinks of any, just yeah, just let us know. Let us know in the Discord or on the socials this week. Sounds well, Jordan will anyway, so you might as well. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right, briefly, what are we watching this week on Thursday? Come back to this very feed on Thursday because we are going to talk about your wild card pick. It is. I opened the wild card race this season. You have chosen this movie. We've given Robin the randomizer the week off, yeah. as is your right. As a wild card holder, yep. you have picked Warriors of Future. Yes, indeed. Warriors of Future. So Which is a Chinese, Chinese sci-fi, sci-fi action sci-fi, movie. Yeah. It's a CGI fest. Yeah. I can't wait to talk Me about neither. it. It's, it's mental. Me so neither. it's going to be a fun episode. Yeah. Um, I'm intrigued to see what you thought of it. And I'm intrigued to see where it's going to end up on the stream table. So I know you picked it. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm really not sure what you will have. Thought okay, about. interesting. Okay, that's fun. So it is very out of type for my usual wild card picks. I could see me picking this. Yeah, and, and then well, yeah, whether I like it or not, we'll we'll, we'll see. Thought we'll just, uh, uh, just mix it up this year. Why not? Yeah, I, I'm excited to talk about it. As me well. too. Warriors so let's, of future. Let's go off and do that, and we'll be back on Thursday when you can hear about it. Awesome. Cheers. Bye.